multi-trillion dollar CARES Act. Well, that thing's behind us. More stimulus may be in front of us. The election is just a few weeks away, and no matter who gets in, the current tax brackets go back to those old, higher ones in just a few short years. What's all that mean to you? Well, a future of higher taxes. So what can you do about it? That's what's next. Are you ready? It's the On The Money Podcast with Jerry and Nick Royer. Authors, radio show hosts, TV personalities, retirement wealth coaches. On The Money with Jerry and Nick Royer starts right now. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the On The Money of Jerry and Nick Royer podcast. We are broadcasting worldwide. Worldwide. I did say that. I like that. Yeah. Worldwide. And although we're right here in the Group 10 Financial Studios, and this is Nick Royer. Joined alongside uh, Dad, Jerry Royer, right here. And I, I say worldwide because literally this podcast has exploded into other countries. We are now being listened, not only throughout the U.S., but also in Europe and Africa. I mean, we have listeners tuning in from Spain, the United Kingdom, Denmark, Senegal. I don't know how we got to Senegal. That's Africa. I, well, I mean, I'm just saying, that's <laughs> kind of crazy, isn't it? Uh-huh. I mean, of all places, Bermuda. Uh, and hopefully it's not in the Bermuda Triangle because then it would be a lost signal. <laughs> uh, and then also Canada. So uh, now we can actually say we have listeners worldwide. Um, but the topic today that we're going to go over, uh, you know, this, the, 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 the scary future of taxes and retirements. This is specific really to retirees and pre-retirees right here in the U.S. Um, and we're starting to see taxes as being an issue. And we've been talking about taxes as being an issue for retirement for, gosh, how many years? <laughs> 55. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And most people, I think, when they get to retirement, they don't think taxes have any role because they maybe yeah, assume— Yeah, I'm not working anymore. My taxes are going to exactly. go down. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a myth. So it's an assumption <laughs> yeah. that really doesn't hold true. And, and there's more than a million <laughs> tax preparers in the U.S. And, and so there's no sor- shortage of people to do taxes during tax time. But the one question that we get a lot is, okay, well, who should we turn to? When it comes to tax planning retirement, is it, is it the person who does my taxes? Uh, is it, uh, you, know, uh, you, you know, should it be a financial professional or advisor? And, and that's the question that we get a lot. Yeah, it's a team effort, Nick. It's important to have a financial professional who knows how to create a tax-efficient retirement plan. But it's just as important to have a, a, your tax preparer be able to document things right for you. Right. You got to have two parts, right? The the person who can document this stuff and then the financial professional who can help construct the plan to lower the taxes. And and, and the reason being is, I mean, you know, one of the the things, uh, Ed Slott, who's uh, on PBS, uh, he he mentioned that tax preparers are great historians. And when he said it, it was kind of, it kind of got a chuckle, I think. But I think what he was really trying to point out is usually tax preparers are looking at back numbers. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, if they're doing 2021 taxes, they're looking at 2020 numbers, okay? And generally, they're not looking at what can we do in 2022, 23, 24, 25, so that you can have lower taxes in the future. They're trying to figure out what do we do today to handle the taxes that you did last year. And so there's a difference between tax planning and tax prepare and, and tax preparation. Yeah, you have, to seek, you have to seek guidance of a qualified tax professional before you make any decisions about your situations. Well, and in yeah. a lot of times we help people create the strategy. And then we team up with a client's tax preparer to help them file those taxes right. That's the right way. It's a two-part effort. And so let's say that somebody is thinking about retiring in the next couple of years. 
what are maybe some things that we should think about doing uh, or some things that maybe they should think about doing if they are planning to retire within the next few years as it comes to taxes? Well, you should be thinking about doing everything you can to have some tax-free money in retirement. Tax-free is so valuable because you get to keep every dollar. You don't have to give up 20% or 25%. Well, and you said 20, 25%. What happens in the future if taxes go up and we now it's 30 know, to 35% yeah, or 40 to 45%, right? Yeah, yeah, with this deficit being totally out of control, they're spending money like I uh, used to say when I was in the Navy, like a drunken sailor. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and somebody's going to have to pay for that in the future. And so there's a couple steps that you can follow. Number one, if you are still saving, look into putting money into your Roth IRAs instead of traditional IRAs or saving in your company's Roth 401k. Now, a lot of 401ks now, they have that option where you can save some of your money to the after-tax side or the, the, the Roth side of that 401k instead of the traditional 401k side. Now, the reason for doing that is obviously now you're growing tax-free wealth. And when you're retired, if you have Roth IRAs and Roth 401ks, now you can take withdrawals from those accounts completely tax-free. It doesn't matter if we're in a 40, 50, 60% tax bracket. If you pull money out of those accounts and they're Roth IRAs, when you pull the money out, it's not taxed. And that's a pretty good thing. So again, we have two buckets now, right? So Mm -hmm. the first bucket, tax now. The next one's tax later. What's the third bucket? That would be your tax-free bucket. That's the bucket that I like probably the best. Because in there would be your Roth IRA, Life insurance would come under that because that's tax-free, not only if when we walk out on life, but it's tax-free if you take money out. Then you have tax-free municipal bonds that would come into that category. Really, tax-free, you've only got a, about three basic things. You've got your Roth IRA, your municipal bonds, and you got life insurance. And you really have those three. And the municipal bond is kind of a, a catch there because of the fact that it's tax-free now, But the income that that pays you will have to be considered income to see how much Social Security tax or how much your Social Security is reportable for tax. So it's not 100% tax-free. Yeah, but the Roth would be and the life insurance would be. And so that's the tax never bucket. So you got these three buckets, tax now, tax, uh, tax now, tax later, tax never. And the most advantageous, if we're looking at these three buckets, we want that money to move down as close as to tax never as we humanly can, just because we understand what could possibly happen with taxes. In the and future. you can do it in baby steps. It's not something that has to be all completed at one time. Most people uh, make it over a number of years, and that's how you get the maximum tax advantage when you retire, taking it in steps. All right, so we've kind of gone over a couple steps here. Let's go to the third step. Third step, if you have a bunch of money in the tax deferred bucket. So that, that middle bucket, that tax later bucket, the second of the Your of the 401ks, buckets, right? IRAs, yeah. non-qualified annuities and such. Yeah, right. it, it may be beneficial to look in what's called a conversion, okay? This is where you take some of that money uh, in that bucket, that tax later bucket, and you convert it into taxed never money. Um, and it, and now, there is a disclosure, <laughs> always sure. going to be a disclosure mm-hmm. with this, right? Because you can't just arbitrarily say, I'm just going to take it from here and dump it into there. There's going to be some things you got to be careful of. Yeah, you have to pay taxes on that transfer now to convert it from taxed later to taxed never. But I got to tell you, I'd rather get the taxes done and out of the way today 
versus when taxes are likely going to be higher in the future. Well, and again, if you own an IRA, a 401k or a 403b, or even a thrift savings plan, a TSP plan as we know it, these are just ticking tax time bombs waiting to go off. They will be taxed in the future at who knows what rates. Um, We actually put a book together on this that goes over these tax mistakes and how to fix them. We have a few copies sitting here with us uh, left to give out uh, today. So we will send you a free copy of this book. It's called Diffuse, The Seven Steps to Saving Your 401k and IRA from the IRS. All you have to do to get the book is just text the word retire to 31996. That's retire, R-E-T-I-R-E. Just text the word retire to 31996, and we'll ship that book to you uh, absolutely free. And it will really help you figure out how to legally, morally, and ethically disinherit the IRS from your money. And it's an incredible resource. Um, So let's go back to this. What are some strategies maybe that we can consider uh, to help keep more of that money in our pockets in in retirement and have less going out to taxes? Well, one strategy we call is paying taxes on the seed versus paying it on the harvest. Okay. Well, if you just think about that. Yeah. Just so sit back instead of just saying it, I would imagine what would you rather do? Pay taxes on the seed that you have in a bushel, maybe just mm-hmm. in a basket, or the harvest being an entire field of corn, right? I'd rather pay taxes on the seed. I got to pay taxes, but at least it's on a smaller amount. Um a few years back, we did a study. Uh it was a couple age 65 and what their taxes would potentially be in total. If this 65-year-old couple lived to be 95 and they had a $500,000 IRA. Yeah, and it was an actuary that actually and did we the had study. hired an actuary yeah. who did this and said, okay, well, all we wanted to know is, okay, Mr. Actuary, this couple is 65, they're going to live to 95, they have a $500,000 IRA, what are the total taxes that they will pay between 65 and 95 years old on that $500,000 IRA. And I about blew a gasket when he came back. <laughs> and he said 310000 bucks or something like that. It was over $310,000. Yeah, that's huge. In total taxes. And now that's not all at once. That's spread over, out over the years, years as you're paying tax on it. And then what you leave at the end, yeah. the reinvestment of it, if you didn't spend. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I told him is I said, can you break this down? How can it be that much? And he said, well, Nick, you've got the taxes on uh, required minimum distributions. When you have an IRA or a 401k, you got to take required minimum distributions out after 72. So every year you take money out, you're taxed. And then, so that's one tax and you got to add up all the taxes you pay year after year. And then the second one is then you reinvest that money because maybe you don't need it. There's taxes on the earnings of that reinvestment. And then you walk out on life and your family's taxed. So he said, there's three taxes that you got to add up and that's why we've always said, you know, your 401k, your IRAs are ticking tax time bombs waiting to go off. You're going to have to pay it at some time. But by using a little bit of strategy, we could use the strategy of paying taxes on the seed versus on the harvest and slice those taxes down by oh, about 200 grand. And again, you know, seed versus the harvest. I, I always like the idea. And again, I, I, I have this picture it just sits in my brain all the time of, do I want to, you know, going down to the, uh, what is that store where you buy plants? Uh, the plant store, right? <laughs> <laughs> it could be you Lowe's. You know, it's like a loss of memory. Yeah, right. Lowe's. Well, back in the day, it was Lowe's. It's a hardware store that sells plants. But it was like the plant store, and they would always have the little seed packets, right? Yeah, and, and they you, weren't expe- that expensive. As right. a kid, we loved it because you could get the little plastic pouch. Right. You know, you could uh, put the seeds in a baggie, 
with soil, and then you just sealed up this Ziploc bag, and you just let it sit there, and you could see it grow, and then you could take it from there and put it into a pot, and then that pot grows into something a lot bigger, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the seed packet was something I could afford as a kid, 10 cents, 25 cents. Yeah, back then, that's right? about right. And then you could, out of a, a package of seeds, you may get, shoot, a peck of uh, tomatoes or a half a bushel of tomatoes out of that one little pack. Well, and then you could go to the store, and then the, mm-hmm. and then the grocery store, you had a tomato that you'd buy for like a buck. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, wow, I can make a whole bunch of these for <laughs> 10 cents as opposed to a buck for the actual item when it's actually done. So that's why we, ta- we call it the seed versus the harvest is really to paint this mental picture that isn't very, very important to pay taxes on the, the smallest thing you can, the seed, as opposed to letting your wealth grow and grow and grow, and then you're paying taxes on that harvest that it's grown to at who knows what rates, yeah. you know, possibly higher, most likely higher rates. Yeah, and in the year you do something like this, you could have higher taxes, and it might affect your Social Security. It could affect your Medicare premiums. But once it's paid off, you're paying these taxes on that seed, not on the harvest. It's paid off. It goes from taxes being taxed later to always being taxed never. I like or tax forever. Never. And I don't. I like being able to save taxes. Uncle Sam deserves his. You know, give unto Caesar what is Caesar's. But again, I don't want to give him a whole bunch. Nick Royer here. Sorry to interrupt, but we'll be getting right back to the podcast in just a second. I wanted to tell you about something that we've put together that can really help you figure out if you are on track for a solid retirement or not. It's our On The Money 35-point retirement checklist. If you're like most of our clients, well, you want to retire with confidence knowing that you won't make any mistakes that could derail your retirement plans. But how do you do that? Most people aren't 100% sure that they even have all the right pieces in the right place in their financial puzzle. But this checklist can help you get on track. Here's how it works. You get the checklist, which we send directly to your mailbox for free. There's no cost at all. We print it, we put the stamp on it, and we even mail it to you. Then you spend about 10 minutes checking off as many of those 35 boxes that you can. Your goal is to check mark off all 35 boxes. If you can, then you are on track. If not, well, then you'll know exactly what you're missing and what needs to be fixed so that you don't have to hit a potential retirement landmine. So take our checklist challenge, it's free, and all you have to do is text the word CHECKLIST to 31996. That's it. All you have to do is text the word CHECKLIST, C-H-E-C-K-L-I-S-T, CHECKLIST, to 31996, and the checklist will show up in your mailbox in a matter of a few short days. Good luck, and may the odds ever be in your favor. Now back to the show. Well, you know, it's kind of like anything else. I've gone to the grocery store. And they'll say, hey, do you want to donate money, right? You, mm-hmm. you have your thing. Right. And it's like, do you want to donate one, five, ten dollars you know? Well, that's donation. I'm okay with that. I've already paid 50 bucks for my groceries, and now I give a couple extra dollars for, for donation. That's cool. However, let's, let's take that same analogy and look at taxes. If, if somebody says you owe $1,000 in taxes this year, can you imagine what you'd say if they asked you this? So it's $1,000 for your taxes this year, but would you like to pay $1,100 in taxes this year? You'd be like, no, I want to pay what I owe, which is the $1,000. Well, 
we don't want to pay any more than we have to. Yeah, you used to be able to donate on your when you did your uh, follow your taxes. You could check a little box that said you wanted to go to your political party, but they've changed that. And I often wonder That's gone now, why yeah. can't they say, "Is it back on there?" No, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. I would often wondered at that time. Wouldn't it be nice if you could say, "I wanted to go to my favorite charity"? Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> but now some of those deductions for charities are gone. Yeah. You know. Uh, I think it's called. You have to call it a donation or you something like that. You have to call like it a donation. You can't give to the church. Isn't that hard to believe? Isn't it? Well, but here's something else. If you are taking required minimum distributions, and we are talking about taxes, this is key. Talk to your tax person about this. Again, whenever we're talking about some of these tactics, you need to make sure you're talking with your qualified tax person. Um, if you're doing a conversion of money from, from you know, from uh, an IRA to a Roth. Like Dad said, you're going to have situations where it could cause Social Security taxes, you know, for that one year, Medicare premiums and stuff like that. But when it when we're talking about required minimum distributions from your IRA accounts, those are those are distributions you got to take out, except for this year because they postponed it. But generally, you got to take money out of those uh, accounts whether you want to or not. And so most people are still giving to charity. So what you can do is you can talk to your tax accountant about the possibility of you using what's called a Qualified Charitable Donation, a QCD. And mm-hmm. what that basically means is you still got to take out your minimum distribution. And let's say, for instance, your minimum distribution was $10,000. And let's say that you typically give $5,000 to your church. So what you could do is actually have your IRA directly give that $5,000 to your church. $5,000 stays with you for your minimum distribution. And you only have to pay taxes on the $5,000. It helps the church, and it certainly helps you doing it So this is called a Qualified Charitable Donation, a QCD, Mm -hmm. and that's a a technique that's incredibly great right now. Most people don't know about it. Talk to your tax person about it um, because ultimately, and we've been doing this for years, the ultimate thing is we want to help people pay as little in taxes on their hard-earned money as humanly possible. Yeah, and that reminds me of... uh, a lady that I delivered her papers when I was 13 years of age. And what later years, you know, passed by. And when I got into this business, I sold her a retirement program. And at that time, and now this didn't happen uh, like a light switch. It took years to do this. But what had happened, she was actually paying income tax on about $35,000 a year because she had over $2 million bucks, and that's back when CDs were paying really 8%, 9%, 10%. Yeah, $2 million, 10% of that. Yeah, that's, she, that's, that's a nice She living. was paying a bunch of money in taxes, and as the CDs came due, we moved those into a tax advantage program. And when she walked out on life, now this was years later, she was in her 80s. She was now only paying $1,200 a year in taxes versus $35,000 a year in taxes. So can it work? You bet it works. It's just have to have the strategy working for you, not against you. Well, and again, it goes back to that whole thing. There's a difference between tax preparation and tax planning. Mm-hmm. Tax preparation it does it after the fact. Um, what what we talk about is the importance of pre-planning, uh, you know, being proactive, planning for lower taxes so that in the future when taxes are due, you're paying less. Not being reactive, which is asking the tax person, okay, for whatever I did last year, what do I owe? That's the wrong way of doing it. You want to be proactive. And just think, the less money that you have to pay in taxes means the more money you get to keep in your pocket and in your family's pocket where it should be. 
And honestly, the math is showing us that, that, that we're going to have a future of higher taxes. And most Americans have, have most of their money saved up in these IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, thrift savings plans, all these things that have never had taxes paid on them. And they're ticking tax time bombs waiting to go off to where taxes will be due in the future. And chances are those future tax rates are going to be, be higher, higher than they are now. Yep. And our newest book goes over these tax mistakes and how to fix them. And we have a couple copies of these available for free. The book is called Diffuse, The Seven Steps to Saving Your 401k and IRA from the IRS. And all you have to do to get a copy of, of one of these books that we have here is just text the word retire, R-E-T-I-R-E, to 31996. That's retire to 31996. Just pick up your smartphone, te uh, text that word retire to 31996, and we will ship you your book uh, direct to your uh, doorstep uh, on how to really legally, morally, and ethically disinherit the IRA from your money or your, the IRS from your money. Um, I think that's the most important thing. And we've had, you know, if you go back, I think it was maybe podcast number 51 where we talked about taxes. I understand from time to time different podcasts. This, we, we've done, what, 90-some-odd podcasts, and, and there's been a few about taxes. And so it's important to go back and, and look at some of those and see what you think about some of these strategies on how to lower taxes. Um, and you can go uh, and search for all of our old podcasts on onthemoneyshow.com. That's onthemoneyshow.com. But um, so I got a closing question for you, Dad. If you were to say a percentage, let's just say we, we all know what taxes are right this moment. We, we know what the situation is. Mm -hmm. Let's fast forward this 10 years from now. What is the probability that you would say that taxes for a retiree would go up in the next 10 years from where they are now? Would you say it's a 10% probability, 20%? And again, this is your opinion. You're saying that based on today, if we go based fast on what you're looking at, ten years, what what is taxes, the probability that taxes will go up? Do you I would say seventy-five percent. There's going to be an increase in taxes. Look at the debt. Look at all this money, trillions of dollars of bailout money. Who's going to pay for it? The taxpayers got to pay for it. The government doesn't manufacture cars. They don't make airplanes. They do nothing but spend money. And quite frankly, a lot of times they spend it recklessly. Mm -hmm. Thinking they're doing good, but they're spending it like a drunken sailor, mm -hmm. you know. So, again, I think the taxes are going to soar in the next 10 years. I think it's going to be unbelievable because we know that the Trump tax bill is going to expire in 2025. Heck, that's only five years. So it automatically goes up anyway. Yeah. So now there's a 100% probability taxes will go up. Yep. But how far up is the question? Right. They're going to increase. And, I, and again, this is just an, another – I, I have several clients in, in the state of Illinois. And in Illinois, they're actually talking about increasing the state tax by 20% versus where it is right now. So um, we're definitely not in an and era – And wonder why people are leaving the state. We're definitely not in an era where we're talking about lower right. taxes. We're yeah. in an era where we're talking higher taxes. And to an average retiree on a fixed income, higher taxes means less in your pocket, and that is not a good thing. But again, folks, you can tune into uh, uh, the podcast next time. Same channel, and these come out on every Friday uh, that we do these podcasts. And you can go to onthemoneyshow.com, and you could subscribe on your smartphone. You can go to iTunes, Apple, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and you can subscribe right there. And then as soon as we put a podcast out, ding, lets you know right on your phone 
hey, there's a new podcast from Jerry and Nick, and you can listen to it instantaneously. So until then, we'll talk to you then. Dad? And I want to thank you once more for your time, this time, until next time. So long, everyone. You've been listening to the On The Money with Jerry and Nick Royer podcast. Catch new episodes every week to discover the latest retirement strategies and tips for retiring well from Jerry and Nick. To subscribe to the podcast, head to onthemoneyshow.com. That's onthemoneyshow.com. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Group 10 Financial and Brookstone Capital Management are independent of each other.